Welcome to the Windy City Bender Podcast with your hosts, Noli, Boatsy, and Jerem. <laughs> hey there, everybody. Episode. <laughs> what episode is it? Episode 49, the Michael Layton here at uh, the Windy City Bender Podcast. And, uh,. We're having some technical issues with Noli. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. Noli's about to cry. Um, well, here we are uh, with Noli. Hey, hey. <laughs> and Gerald. How's it going? <coughs> I don't know. How is it going? Well, let's get it. Th- let's get through this. <laughs> this let's- is going to be our shortest episode ever before Brian has a seizure. Well, <clears throat> I heard that. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> were you in on it? Okay. Yeah, you're going to chug right in Good. front of everybody? I am. Yep. All right. Go chew some gum while <clears> you're <throat> I, I hocked up. It was <laughs> gross. There. So I had to throw it back down. So what episode is this? 49. Ep- episode 49, the uh, the Michael Layton, hmm. uh, unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately. We but keep hey, thanks, for, uh, but thanks for, for giving us the uh, 2010 Stanley Cup there, Brian. Or uh, Michael. Wow. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. You are hey, very you know welcome. You're... You know what? I suffer for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, been a minute, yeah. as per usual. You yeah. Know. You know, just trying to be inconsistently consistent. Yeah. And hey, we're back. Uh, we're back in Jerem's basement. So we're together. You know, rolling the sleeves up. There goes yeah. the headphones. I wish I got the. And we're back. I wish I got the the Bender's sweater memo. Yeah. Yeah. Well. well. Fucking figured out. Sorry. Yeah, well, I wish I would have got the lace memo. Oh yeah, I uh, I got bored and I tried doing that. It was a lot easier than I thought it was gonna be. Huge yeah. fan of it. Looks good. Yeah, I only yeah. have one lace and it's been used, so yeah, <laughs> might might wait out, wait that one out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you still have the yellow laces that uh, that we? Uh, no, I think Billy burned those. Did he? Uh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. All right. Well, let's just jump right into it here with some. Hawks! Talk. So much louder when you got headphones on. Hawks! <laughs> Look at the fucking... Yeah, I know. Bone. Sorry, everybody. I'm just trying to <laughs> yeah. make Andrew angry. Hey, don't worry. I can only hear a little. Hawks! Yeah. I just about to say, it doesn't matter for you. You can't hear half of it anyway. Well, now it's in and out because I'm playing with it. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. All right. So last that, uh, that we talked, it was in the middle of the uh, Minnesota Wild game. Uh, which they ended up losing in overtime, unfortunately, which seems actually to be something of a pretty not great trend the Hawks have started this year of getting onto a lead or getting a lead back and not being able to hold on to it. Yes. Good. Okay. <laughs> Good. I'm glad, I'm glad we uh, we all agree well, I mean, on w- that. W- I'm glad. With that, it was, yeah. it was, I'm glad we agree. <laughs> with that game, it was what? Sports record five straight games to start a season with an overtime. Yeah, was that the last I, game? Was of the that NHL? No, I believe they had no. one more after that. If I'm not mistaken, I'll um, double check. But um, yeah, I mean, it 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 was like nice because like they'd come back from like a, a goal or two like deficit yeah, and right. and then the and then they blow overtime. it. It's like if you're coming back, like why? Like it's nice you came back and got a point out right. of it, but everybody knows those that second point is crucial. At the end of the year, yeah, for playoff spot, and it's going to be a fight for the Hawks to make a playoff spot. So, mm-hmm. 
But good news is through almost a month. Ten games. Yeah. Ten games out of twenty points. Hawks have fourteen. Yeah. Six, two, and two. It's a pretty great start. If, if a lot better than I thought. A, yeah. A month ago, if I said the Hawks would be six, two, and two to start the year, how would you what would you say? I probably would have laughed at you. Yeah. I would have said, what are we, in 2013? Like what? No, 2013, they went like 8-0-2. That's true. That's so, true. Fuck you, Andrew. But <laughs> a lot of that has to do, take a look at this. Wait, Top this? performers. Patrick Kane, 14-10. and 10. Dabrinkit, 14-10. and 10. Taves, 11-10. and 10. Jonathan Taves. Nikki Schmaltz, 7-10. and 10. I mean, the big guys are performing and they're performing really really well there which, was a stat with which we talked about like that's what mm-hmm. we needed to, that's what they needed to happen for them to be anywhere near where they're at and it's it's working out it's doing it yeah they're doing it baby absolutely and Kaner off to the best start in his career with nine goals in 10 games and it, which is mind-blowing it's mm-hmm. funny yeah because it's like the quietest start to the season I feel like he's ever it, had yeah. like people aren't talking it's because about him. of Jonathan it's Taves. Of Taves. Yeah. but yeah it's it's so funny because like I was thinking about it, I was like man like Kaner seems like his he's having an okay start to the year and then I'm like thinking about it I was like no he's actually fucking sick right now like he's tearing it up yeah best start to a season for any Blackhawk since Jeremy Roenick in 93 94 <sighs> I wish I wrote down the stat I saw it was like out of his like it was before he scored his ninth goal. It was like of his eight goals, five of them or something came in the third period mm-hmm. or later. Mm. Something mm-hmm. like that. Well, Jeremy Roenick that year, 93-94, ended up having 46 goals and 61 points in 84 games. So, I mean, obviously the game has changed a lot. Oh, People yeah. are making comparisons to, oh, my God, he's going to get another – 40-something goals, I mean, that'd be neat. That'd be neat. But the game has changed a lot since How did he 94. play in 84 games? They played 84 games back then. Yeah, it was then. a longer season. They went, it went from 80 games to 84 games to 82 games. Hmm. Yeah. Well, well, he cheated. <laughs> he cheated. If Kaner gets those extra two games. Yeah. Look out, Kretzky. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> if if Ovi got those two extra games a oh, year. Oh, we got Ueno. Um, And then, I mean, say what you want about Cam Ward, but. He did his job. He did what he needed to do. That's exactly what they brought him in for. Exactly. I wish they didn't he kept the Hawks, million dollars. But... He kept the Hawks' heads above water mm-hmm. until Crawford came back. I mean, they were a one, two, three. 3-0-2 when Crawford came back and took over. And hey there, Crow. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Wow. So what? he's what, 4-0? and No, he's he lost one. his first one. Yeah, they lost the... Oh, they did lose. Mm-hmm. Arizona. Uh, yeah, I try not to. The, the, the fuck you Bowman in a Shroza game. Mm-hmm. And Jarmerson. And Jarmerson. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, Keep going about Crawford. We'll get to the Arizona game. Well, I mean... Jarmerson video. Corey Crawford, I the first game back, I I was so nervous just watching because I was like one one bad thing here and that's as it. Long it's like thank God Shea Weber's not healthy right oh now. Oh my yeah. god, right? <laughs> one bad thing 
and that's it. But uh, watching him in the the Arizona game, he was it was almost like he was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I let's just go out and play. I'm not even going to worry about it. Just go out and play. And he looked like Corey Crawford that was Corey Crawford and give him 100% props because if he wasn't the one saying, you know what? I got to take a little bit more time. I got to we're going to hold off on prospect camp. We're going to hold off on preseason. Props to Corey Crawford because if he didn't do that, he might not be as prepared right as prepared yeah. as he is right now. Yeah, you know, um, I three and one, a one fifty two goals against and a nine forty six save percentage in f- the first four games back after being out for ten months. Mm-hmm. Ten months. This is the same guy who earlier this summer couldn't be in a room with lights on. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, and uh, I forget. They were talking to somebody about it, and because they're, I cannot remember. I sound like an idiot, but I can't remember who said it and where I heard it. But they were talking about Crawford and his comeback and how he's doing so well, and like just like you said, how like he was struggling all summer. And somebody with like a ton of concussions was like, "It's just one day it all." Dave Boland. It was Dave Boland. Yes, thank you. Yeah, Dave Boland. He said it just one day everything just clicks. Everything's back to normal. Like you feel great. Your mind's there, and like you just feel like yourself again and mm-hmm. you just literally have you sit around and wait for that day to come like when it comes to a concussion which sucks because it's because yeah, it's a scary scary thing n- and it just sucks you never know when it's going to happen like if it'll ever happen and there's and then, nothing you can do no no it's not like you're rehabbing anything no. and then like you said just one day it all clicks and you feel great again you just feel like yourself yeah, yeah. and i watching him I'll, I'll get more into the game on thursday but watching him on thursday he was struggling in the first. He was kind of fighting things off. The goal that he gave up was not a great one. It was an easy shot that he put the rebound off to a guy who was wide open on the left-hand side. I mean, the rebound wasn't terrible, yeah. but it probably could have been placed better, not right onto that guy's stick. And it was one of those classic Blackhawk quick goals. Like We mm-hmm. just took the lead with that Taze play. Yeah. A couple minutes later, they yeah. come back and they score. Um, under two minutes or something like that. Yeah. But I, the way that he was able to kind of regain his composure in the second period, figure it out, and was solid the rest of the way through, just crazy for a guy who's for a guy <laughs> still trying to figure out Brian's audience audio issues. Um, My audience, yeah. Um, for a guy who's been back in games for just three games. So awesome to see, and I knock on wood here that you know there's no setbacks and he yeah. feels good. But I mean, he almost played in the the back to back with uh, Tampa and, and Columbus. I'm glad that he didn't. I'm yeah. glad that he didn't yeah. either. I feel they, like that was another one of his choices. They really need to just take it easy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, let him have his normal like load that he would typically have. But, Sixty games, but. If it's just seeing, like, you know what? If you can get a, a weaker team or something, give him that break. Mm-hmm. Let him just get uh, into this. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. If he's feeling good, <laughs> why give him the break? Let him get yeah. as many games as he can. Well, I watching the, the Tampa game, very happy he didn't play. Yeah. Well, yeah, obviously. Very Especially happy he didn't play back. that no, game. No, no well, no, like, I'm, I'm saying, like, I'm happy he didn't play in that game as opposed to playing oh flip-flopping it right flip-flopping it right because i mean maybe the hawks play a bit differently if he's in the net 
but also I, that probably still would have been a 40-50 shot game yeah. for him anyway. And first, third third game back, I, nobody wants that. No. You know? Yeah. That's fair. But like we said, Cam Ward did what he was supposed to do while Crawford was out, kept the Hawks' heads above water, helps that the top performers on the Hawks are doing what they're supposed to do. The one thing that does make me a little bit nervous is that depth scoring is that was nowhere. Yeah. So I was going to ask you guys how you're feeling about this. Kind of going back to the Tampa game too, though. Like, Are you guys concerned at all with what you saw with that? Do you think that it exposed the Hawks and kind of showed really what the well, issues are? We're, the issues we're going to see when it comes to facing these elite teams and potentially being a long run in the playoffs? Well, a couple things. So, yeah, there's not a ton of depth scoring right now, but it's not that they're not getting chances. Like a guy like um, Cahoon has been unbelievable. He's, like, been, he's been playing so good with that line. That top line he is just amazing. Can't, he just isn't getting the lucky bounces and a guy like uh 14. Oh my god. Like he's been buzzing. Like mm-hmm. he looks really good. He finally got his first goal and like he's been just looking like really really good and I feel like once he kind of figures it out, he's going to be a good depth scorer for When he Hawks. gets the puck on his stick, I was watching him on Thursday when he gets a puck on his stick and he's able to circle it around the zone. He's exactly like Kane where he just controls everything. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. his skating, he's got the the, the, the pivoting, v, yeah, yeah, he's got everything going on. It looks, uh, who, it's beautiful. Who was the other winger on that line? It was Schmaltz, fourteen. Kane. No, no, I no. think, I think Schmaltz moved to the wing, and Anisimov is in the middle there. No, oh in, no, Anisimov's up on the Sade, second line with Sade yeah, and Kane. But whoever, okay, whoever that other winger is, they played really fucking good together on Thursday. I thought that was a great line, and I think that mm-hmm. if they get some time to like gel. We might have like a legitimate like third line again. Yeah. Um. And not to mention Brandon Sot, who we were giving a lot of shit to. A lot of people were giving a lot of shit to. But holy fuck, the last three games, he you could say he was the best mm-hmm. hawk on the ice because he has been unbelievable the last three games. Yep. And I hope to God this is the Brandon Sod that's going to stay. Yeah. Because if it is, he's going to be fucking great and the hawks need him to be like that i was nervous with him on that line with anisimov and kane just because on the left side of that line anisimov and Saad, it's a slow line with patrick kane who could fucking wheel yeah you know um but kaner slows the play down so well mm-hmm. that it allows the both of them to kind of be able to catch stay up stay with them yeah, yeah. and Sod's first goal, where was it? Right at the top of the crease, dirty yeah. area on the power play. That's where he's going to make his money. That's where he's going to score all he's, of his goals. He's yeah. got to be a Van Riemsdyk, Simmons kind of guy. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That, he's got to he get his nose that roll out, then 100% he's going right. to be just like those two guys right there. Exactly. And then he got an empty netter. Um, what was that? Anaheim? Anaheim, yeah. Yeah, to that game. To that game, and then... The game before that against Tampa, I think he hit like four posts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he's hit like, in the post a lot. Yeah, yeah. he hit yeah. like four posts. So, I mean, he's throwing the puck on net. He's going to the dirty areas. He's going to end up getting some goals here, starting to put the puck in the back of the net at some point, especially with Kaner on his line. Oh, by the way, happy birthday, Sad. 
as a recording, it's his birthday today. He's oh. 26 today. How are you? Hey, well, I mean, you probably have health insurance. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, another guy who has been a fucking stud, I think, Gustafson. Yeah. His his passes have been fucking sick. That that fake clapper backdoor to Kaner and Kaner was puts incredible. It home. Oh my god! And then um, Q asked Kane if he had to call for it or if he was calling for it, and he's like, "I didn't have to." Like Gustafson's gonna be a good. I didn't have to. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Just because he knew Gustafson knew he was back there, um, so he's gonna be good. And Yoki Haru has been looking awesome. I think he's he's looking so good. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm very happy. I'm mm-hmm. very excited. Even if he has Duncan Keith as his deep pairing. So I mean that just says a lot about how good he is because he's playing with dog shit right now. Yeah. Um speaking of Keith, I don't think I've ever seen a guy in the NHL who takes as many shots as he does and literally doesn't get him past the top of the circle. Shin pads. Shin pads and sticks. Yeah. Every single time. He literally went to dump the puck out of the defensive zone the other day and hit a shin pad. I was like, yeah. are you fucking stupid? <laughs> like, fucking pick your head up, bud. But no, like, but he... no Steve Conroy says he's the best player at getting that puck through. No, he's literally the worst I've ever seen. He's so bad at literally getting pucks through. He's supposed to be this great offensive defenseman. Like, that's why he only had two goals last year or whatever it ended up being. It was only two, wasn't it? Two or three. Yeah. It wasn't many. What a fuck. Yeah. Um. So... Going over my my evening at the United Center on Thursday. Um, can we just talk about Jarmson? Oh yeah. oh yeah 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 yeah. Forgot um, about that. What what a video. Probably not a dry eye in the building. They had it. They had to go with that song. Like what the shit? I Come know. On. Swing life away. Ugh. Like what a fucking song. Uh, what a video. Just what a what a guy. They had to take him off the ice because he was he was crying. still crying. <laughs> But also they they wanted him to go out there and like they saw that he was crying and everything. They're like, fine, come, come on, on. Re- get, get your <laughs> shit together. If the Hawks would have scored there, it was like, wow, perfectly played. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Um, nice job, guys. But he, he like, I gotta pull up the quote. Um, because just reading the quote, I, I sent it to you guys, didn't I? I think so. Just reading the quote that he said about that video, it was like, oh my god, bring him back, please bring him back, because like, yeah. Nope. Oh, I do want to talk about that, though. Okay. Uh, Seeing all those clips, I gave my heart and soul for this club for 10 years and played as hard as I could. I'm proud of what I accomplished along with my great teammates here. Then then when I saw my son, it was tough to hold back the tears. I gave my heart and soul for this club for 10 years and played as hard as I could. Like, oh, my God. Is that like – I know know what he's coming from. Is that a slap in the face at all to Arizona? No. No, 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 no. I think, if anything, it's a slap to the face of Blackhawks. Right. And the Blackhawks, yeah. Yeah, Because, like, he literally, like, you you watch every single game. He literally would do anything to get the win for the team. Mm -hmm. Like, he would literally do anything. And say what you want about his injury last year and whatever. I think he just needed a break. I can almost guarantee you. That had he been on the Blackhawks last year, that injury would oh, not yeah. have kept him on, out of the line. No, no, no. it was it was a. I've been playing my dick off. I need some time because so it's this it's, team is it's been getting anything. dry rubbed for a while. I need to put some lotion on it. Um, 
Oh, and then when he said, then I saw my son, and I was like, oh, or maybe the video of your ex-wife at the game. Like, yeah. maybe that's why. <laughs> Poor guy. God, you go to Arizona and die, apparently. <laughs> that's where you go to die. Um, did you uh, did you guys see somebody tweeted out words Dick Panic's video? <laughs> <laughs> they, what if they pulled it up and it was like, thank you, Richard Panic, and showed his drunk video in Arizona? Wait, what if they did it just like the Stan Makita thing? Oh, I was just thing? about to say yeah, that. Just like the Stan Makita oh, thing had this God. whole whole video Jamerson, for Jomerson. Then... They are just like, thank you, Panic, Kinestrosa, and Osterley. Osterley. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. Yeah. Um, but they're just, we'll just say, they're they're knocking out of the park with these videos this year. Oh my gosh, video guy, huge. Is it a new raise? Is it a new video guy? I don't, I don't know, know because it is. I'm telling you guys, it's still Jonathan Taves. <laughs> I'm convinced it's Jonathan Taves. If it's not, the, if it's the same guy, mm-hmm. where was this effort before? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. He's like, oh, we're winning cups. I don't have to put any effort yeah. in. And then it's like, ah, oh, shit, we didn't make the playoffs. What am I supposed to do here? <laughs> um, and then another thing. Going back to Crawford, that what John Cooper said oh, about yes. him. It's a long one, folks, but just hear me out. So this is what Cooper said about after uh, after the game about Crawford. Uh, to me, if you're going to make a list of three guys in this league who are probably not talked about near enough, but at the end of the day, you'll look at it and say, is this guy a Hall of Famer? He's going to be one of them. Just looking from afar and having played these guys in the Stanley Cup final, you can talk about Taves, Kane, and Keith, all, all those guys. But it was Crawford who was claiming the calming influence. Sorry, guys, I'm still learning how to read. Especially in the games when we were p- pressing and maybe chances in chances in games Sorry, that we could have pulled out that we didn't. It was Crawford who stopped us. Then all the guys took over after that. So you need to look back at his resume, and if he continues with a little bit more longevity here, it would be hard to keep him out of the Hall of Fame conversation. Get, sorry, I don't know how longevity was easy for me, but would be hard. I stumbled over it. I don't know. <laughs> but anyways. I was just waiting for like the biz, like, fuck. Like. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Good um, thing we don't do any ad reads here. Yeah, <laughs> shit, yeah. Well, that would suck. Um, but yeah, I mean, coming yeah. from a guy like – John Cooper, who is a very, very good coach, who lost the final to the Hawks. Like for him to say something like that about Crawford, it just I feel like speaks enough about how good Crawford is. Mm-hmm. And just like he said, he kept them in games until the fucking offense and defense figured it the fuck out, and then the offense would go and score a couple goals and and just take it over from there. The thing. That makes him so good, at least to me, is, I mean, he makes everything so much easier for everybody else in the sense of he's putting rebounds where they need to be in the corners. I mean, very rarely is there going to be a rebound that hits him and goes out into the slot. Although I just said that he had a bad rebound, but the rebound still went well, off to the corner where it was supposed to go. It's just there's a guy right there. still figuring his game out after 10 months. Right, exactly. But the other thing, too, is he makes that extra save that other goalies don't make 99% of the time, and he makes it look easy. So it's not like the team, the bench is going, oh shit, like that was a huge save. We got to pick up Crow. No. It's more so just like, all right. Here we go. Got we're still one. we're still in the game. Let's go. Yeah, yeah let's and go. And like he said in that quote, he's just a calming influence. Exactly. Like, like you just said, like 
He makes everything look easy, and when he's getting peppered with shots, it's just whatever. Like, mm-hmm. the boys will figure it out. Like, I'm here. This is my job. Right. Like, whatever. Just keep keep him coming, but please mm-hmm. may, maybe slow it down a bit. Keep like, it away from my head. Help. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is well, why I really wish that we could, be could have had <laughs> – wish we had Forsberg being his backup so he can be around that, yeah. learn and develop it. And I think that's what the big issue was last year, that – Forsberg didn't have that that veteran leadership to kind of like lean on to a little bit. You know what I mean? Yes and no. I Forsberg still was quite bad from November on. Yeah. I mean, it's fine to have a, a tough stretch, but a full two-month stretch of being bad and then Crawford going down in December and Forsberg having to take it from there. Obviously, it's not a ideal. Not ideal. Yeah. But Forsberg still was not great. Um, I don't know. I We just need to find a way to get somebody in here, young, that Crawford can just mold. And Colin Delia. Yeah. Colin Delia. Hi, how are you? D- uh, Chris Delia? Yep. Yep. All right. Chris Delia. He's good. Yep. <laughs> um... So, so Thursday. Thursday, yes. <laughs> Thursday. So um, right after practice, um, ended up finishing my day at work and then going. Um, I don't care about your bets, Vito. <laughs> <laughs> uh, finishing up my day at work and then going straight to the Hawks game. And I probably left around like 6.15-ish. So I was already kind of um, – I was already kind of pushing – the limits a little bit traffic bt dubs going into the city on a hawks game day oh my traffic god traffic going into the city in uh, during, during the week during the week at seven o'clock i didn't yeah. think would be that bad but oh my god on a hawks game day i totally I forgot they would have sold out <laughs> it was a close sellout yeah. i would say it was probably around 18.5 they said there was like 20 21 or something that it was a sellout but that's and... just it's tickets yeah. sold yeah you know i'm sure there's always sell out tickets sold tickets sold but i would say there's probably like 18 pushing at 19,000 there um but get to the uh got to the atrium which looks great by the way I haven't been there since i think march in the atrium and it looks fantastic they got a nice little bar area um they had it all set up for oktoberfest there was a polka group that was doing their thing uh, Zenaida Dice's wife was loving every minute of it. We all got our little, uh, little Stein mugs. It wasn't like a big Stein. I thought it was gonna be like a big one, but it was probably like so cool. six inches. Cool yeah, still have. super cool. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I total huge fan of it. Um, was Cahoon like sneaking around, like just enjoying it? He was actually the singer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was. Yeah, he was the the leader wearing of the group. whatever that outfit is. The uh, l- later hosen. Leotards. Lin- <laughs> Sorry, any German fans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm German. Uh, um, still hadn't bought our tickets while we were there uh, in the atrium at 7.30. Seven doll hairs for 300 level You, had, you just 12. had those in your pocket? Yeah. Doll hairs? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Always carry some around. That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, 300 level row 12 um, for seven bucks. Take, I'll take that. Yeah. Every day. yeah. 
take that every day, especially parking thirty dollars. Yeah. Yeah, that's less than Fuck. a beer. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Absolutely. So I can, um, that means I can buy a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> no beer though. Um, <laughs> I did notice a lack of uh, ushers in the aisles. Usher, usher. I'm just, do it one more time. Usher, usher. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought you said. Yeah. Um, to the point to where people were just walking up the stairs while the game was going on. Ah. And here's what I love about Blackhawk fans. Literally, almost the entire section was going, wait for a whistle! Yeah. Wait for a goddamn whistle! The whole section. And, like, this poor girl is just walking up going, oh, my God, I didn't I didn't know. I, I had Fucking no idea. Idiot. Yeah. Fucking pay attention, you and it, fuck. So after the first, I moved over by Dice and Z and Dice's family and all that. Um, and the same thing happened there. People were walking up, and people were like, wait for a whistle! Wait for a fucking whistle! And we were all just like, yeah. Nice. Good yeah. job. Good section. job. Yeah. yeah. 300 Good level. Job, Those team. are the fans. Yeah. Those um, are the fans. What if What if they had the stopper right here? Sorry, it's like in the wall. And it was like, whistle, you hit a button, and they all just, yeah. nope, get the fuck out of here. And then play, like, whistle goes, and they just go back into the wall. Like, that'd be hilarious. That'd like, be can you imagine how many drunk assholes are going to be walking, like, looking at their phone? Well, I was, and, like, the play starts and bam, smacked. In well, the I was going to say, have the, have the one that's, like, maybe a little bit further into the. Um, the little aisle thing, the doorway entrance, <laughs> the entrance. That's what it's called. The entrance. The doorway. Have, have it a little farther here. back. And then if they try to get around it, have a, a one that's like a little bit taller that just swings and smacks them right in the fucking face. <laughs> or like if you get past the Eddie one, it's just Pat fully pops up. It's no. <laughs> <laughs> he said, stop it right here. Niemi says no. Yeah. That's what it says. <laughs> There's tree, charity tree left. Sit down. <laughs> I would be a huge fan of that. Yeah, you would just stand there. Hi, Pat. Mm -hmm. Hey, I love you, Pat. You would look like Marshall when he gets drunk and he's just <laughs> dancing in front of a mirror. What's up, Pat? <laughs> What's going on, sexy? How are you? So, yeah, Hawks fans in the 300 level are great. However, shoot. Oh, my God. Yeah. Shoot. The power play, guys, we get it. The power play sucks. Shoot. It is terrible. We don't have the puck. Yeah, shoot. The, the breakout. Crawford, shoot it. The, the breakout in itself is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen before. We've talked about it ad nauseum on this show. Yeah. But actually seeing it and, like, focusing on it live and in person, it looks so ridiculous. Dumb. It looks so, so dumb. So ridiculous. So they've got two players. I believe it was Kane no. and Taves. Maybe. Swinging low. Okay, Keith comes out with the puck. Seabrook comes up on the right wing boards. So our two defensemen are leading the Pretty rush. Good, yeah. And Seabrook's literally got one hand on his stick because he knows that Keith isn't going to pass him the no. puck because it's going to be a drop pass. Everybody knows it's going to be a drop pass to Kane. And Kane, uh, Keith is going under a mile an hour up it, through the neutral zone, waiting for Kane, literally not even watching the play no. in front of him, but like looking behind him for where and Kane's going to yeah, be. His if head's they were, buried. If they were smart, they would attack Keith right there, and it'd be game over. Yeah, that's the thing. Like His head is always buried when he does that because it's such a routine thing. He's like, all right, I hit the right. blue line, and I drop it back, and Kane's going to get it. There was a time, I don't know if it was last, on Thursday or the game before, where he literally did that. His head was buried, and he went to drop it back, and there's a guy standing right yep. behind him with like his stick open. like He fed it tape to tape to him, mm -hmm. and whoever it was was just like, yeah, like he's going to feed it to me here, so I'm just going to stand here with my mm -hmm. stick on the ice, and I'm going to go the other way. And that's exactly what he did, and it's like, 
I think it was a Tampa game. I yeah, think. it was a Tampa game. And it's like, holy fuck, fucking, it just change it up. Like, I know that all, the rest of the NHL is doing it, and I hate how everybody piggybacks, even if it's a terrible play, the rest of the league just always just, just like, oh, yeah, some team's trying this. Let's try it out, too. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. That's a dumb fucking play, and it's you're clogging up the blue line where you're trying to get to. Right. And then you have Kaner trying to weave in and out of five guys on the line. Like, mm-hmm. it, uh, we talk about it enough. And the other thing about the power play, people are saying to shoot, 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 shoot. Puck, oh, the Hawks pass the puck around. They're, they pass the puck too, around too much. You have to pass the puck yeah. on the power play. You You're, have to pass the puck to get the de- defenseman moving to get yourself an angle to, to be open and shoot. Now, there was a chance for Keith. He literally, the seas parted, had the chance. But nobody was in front of the net, so he didn't take the shot, which is a smart yeah. play. That's a smart play. And people are going, oh, why didn't he shoot that puck? He would have been on net. That's not a smart shot. No. no. It's not then, a smart shot. Because then you get a face-off, and maybe exactly. you lose the face-off, and they dump it down. Right. And then you have to change your power play unit. We don't want to take our or, you know, power so, play unit. Or, you know, like, the guy's going to come flying out of the box and dive in front of Keith, <laughs> and then puck's going to bounce the other right. way because he can't get it through anyway. He's still going to, like, shoot it wider. Yeah. Like, shoot it intentionally wide so it hits somebody. Because he has to. Yeah. Wait, no, there's no shin pads in front of me. Um, uh, what shit. do I do? I'll just bank it off my own. I'll kick it out of his own. But the other thing, too, is there's such a lack of moment on the power play. Yeah. Everybody stays in their one spot other than Patrick Kane. Yes. That And that's so frustrating because that could be such a sick power play. Like, it can when be you, great. When you watch, like, really good power plays like Washington, those guys are just fucking all moving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're all moving. And you know what... Washington's power play is going to do. They're going to give it to Backstrom, to give it to Carlson, to give it mm-hmm. to Ovechkin. But they've changed it up so much that you, once you start leaning towards Ovechkin, that's when they start feeding it down low to Backstrom, and then he feeds it to Oshie right, mm-hmm. like in the high slot. Or they go up to Carlson. Carlson just fucking tees one up. Like they have so many options there, and the Hawks just keep trying to beat the dead horse on right. doing the same thing, and they just stick to where they're at, and it's frustrating. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, kind of touched on it before. Yoki Haru is a man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That kid is a man. He he can play. He screwed up in the second period, gave the puck up, and had to back check hard. And it was one of those things where I remember watching it going, oh, my God, what a play, and nobody else around me did anything. And I was just like, what? Are you, did you guys not see not what just happened? Right like, now? it was a, a pure Jalmerson play yeah. where it happened and, and, and nobody did anything. But I was just like, what? Didn't. Did I just watch? Am I like watching something yeah. different? What's happening? This is a different game I'm at. I'm watching yeah. somebody else. Um, yeah, that's what sucks too. Like, guys make unbelievable plays, but they're not goals or hits, mm-hmm. and nobody understands why it was such a great play. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh my god, you have no idea what just happened. Um, but yeah, he he just looks calm, cool, and collected mm-hmm. every time he's on the ice when he has the puck, when he doesn't have the puck. Like, he's he looks... He looks like a 10-year vet. He looks like, like he's fitting right in the league. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. And I'm stoked. God, have him get this experience and then Boquist next year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yes. Speaking of calm, cool, and collected, Jonathan Taves mm-hmm. is such a different hockey player now. The confidence. Wha- oh. it It looks like he's not even... Not even trying hard, I guess. He's not worrying about what the consequences are if he screws up. He's just playing. He's having right fun. Yeah. I think he's, he's just, just out playing. there to have fun. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's the whole Adam Oates effect. Yeah. Or if it's his new workout or 
he's both finally who knows yeah. yeah or he's finally feeling healthy and it was okay that, it was that little pep talk i gave him at the cphl they, yeah that had to be an on um but yeah he he looks great and he probably he i think we said it last time he listened to the pod that's yeah, what it was. Yeah, I think so. He's like, these guys are talking fucking shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm go. Well, we left about 800 cards there at the CPHL. He had to grab one of them. Yeah. So. Yeah. I know. Like, I, I know you like threw one in his shower bag while he was naked in front of you. So you just put it like right in his cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right in his cup. Maybe Made like sure swiped he, it down the ass a just little. So, just so we saw it. You know. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. But I mean, that his goal. Like I know. I know he didn't cause the guys to fall. They tripped over each other. But it was fucking great to see that play. Yeah. Like just him being able to finish it. Like that was just like, yep. I was listening. Back. I was listening to the radio after the game, and they do like the highlight recap yeah. after the game, and they they went over that goal. And literally, Taves scored. The horn is going off, and Troy Murray is just cracking up about <laughs> I, how those two guys that, yeah. just fell over each other. I was yeah. like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> not not an ideal defensive tactic. <laughs> No, you guys no, running into really each not. other. Definitely not no. what you want. No. It was like almost like Taze also had like the look. He's like, "Oh shit, okay, I'm, all right, well this is happening. Let's go." Like, well, I got, I gotta bury it. Yeah. <laughs> um, whoa, 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 whoa! Sorry, sorry. I'm already fucked over here. Don't <laughs> screw me again. Uh, I honestly, uh, I'm, I'm not even gonna lie. The best part of the Hawks game on Thursday was free Chick-fil-A. Yeah, that's always a, that's always a good time. With a minute. I want to know. There was maybe a minute left, maybe a little bit less. I want to know, who was it Manning that dropped the gloves? Yeah. Brandon, yeah. did Manning understand what was happening? They, they needed <laughs> one like, more <laughs> penalty, and he just went up to somebody and was like, listen, let's get these guys free Chick-fil-A. They're going to go crazy. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you some cards so you can yeah, get some free absolutely. Chick-fil-A for the boys. Yeah, it's like in uh, Semi-Pro. Like, <laughs> free corn dogs! <laughs> we went nuts we went absolutely crazy because we didn't know because it was a fight we weren't sure like uh, does, does this count as, yeah. as a penalty like, give it give him an instigator i don't i don't care whatever gets me the free chick-fil-a and then they put the eat more chicken thing up on the scoreboard and the entire oh, yeah. place went nuts <laughs> that, went absolutely insane yeah that's always i think i went to three games last year we got it in all three games Did you really? and i was fucking just ecstatic oh yeah yeah it's a good time especially because you get the power play but also like <laughs> we don't need free. power plays not gonna do anything anyway, but we get free, yeah. free Chick Fil A. Yeah. Um, had an interesting conversation with Dice's dad at the uh, intermission. Oh, also, I I don't want to forget saw a fan at uh, uh, at the Hawks game, and that was cool as hell. That was actually super cool because like <laughs> I walked into the section you saw and a Hawks fan. At the Hawks game. <laughs> well, I was I walked in the section. I was like, oh, like I'm I don't know where he's at. Like where where is he? It was uh, uh Benny Wise the dancing clown yeah. on Twitter. Um, Benny Wise, good, good old Ben. But Ben. Um, ah. But yeah, I, I I was tweeting him. I was like, so where are you guys at? And he was like, three twenty five. And like I I went into the section and I was looking around and he was standing up. He had his hat. <laughs> he was holding his hat. And he was like waving it. And I was like, fuck yeah, that's so cool. Uh, his whole family was in town from uh, I believe he said Washington. Um, Washington State or Washington D.C. State. Because some people don't know the difference. Yeah, state. Washington State. Because he said uh, they go to a couple Vancouver games. And I said, sorry for your sorry for your loss. Um, but this that was their first time in the United Center. Um, they were loving it. Good game. Loved for every them. yeah. Loved every minute of it. Um, they were talking about how uh, they were super excited for Seattle too. 
to oh, get yeah. a team oh, so they yeah. could start oh, going yeah. to those games and, and shit like that. So, Ben, super cool talking to you and your family. Hope you all had a good time at the Hogs game. Also, major major fine or something repercussions coming for, me, for you <laughs> for tweeting on our podcast's Twitter, gross, Bobby Hall's on the Jumbotron. <laughs> Huge. Listen, that's we. No, that's that's something. Listen, me and Jeremy are gonna come up with something because that's fucked. Listen, that is fucked. Listen, because you nobody know the, touches listen. nobody touches the Twitter for yeah. Who knows seriously, how long. and this kid's and like, oh, I'm gonna thing. Instagram live. I'm gonna tweet. <laughs> Fuck Bobby Hall. It's like, all right, bud. Fucking put your German steins down. Um, because you know that place went just as ecstatic when they put Bobby Hall on as free Chick Fil A every time. No, they didn't. Eh, meh. Man, I'm a Debbie Downer. Man, he just sucks. It's great just seeing them. I love when he okay. goes. I love when he's on there because maybe you suck, Andrew. He just 100 looks like he doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Like, and it's fantastic. Back in my day, we didn't yeah. have video. <laughs> like, Why am I on this screen up here? <laughs> he was right next to Chelly, I think. Chelios. Yeah, yeah. probably Chelly's yeah. Chili or whatever. Chelly's chili. shitting, his, shitting himself. Yeah. Um. But no, I had a, an interesting conversation with Dice's dad in the second intermission. We were talking about, and I think we've kind of talked about it a little bit on the podcast, of who from the cup-winning teams is going to end up going into the Raptors. Oh, we talk about this all the time. I don't, but I don't remember ever talking it on the podcast. I feel like we talked no, about we it. No, we did. Because last time we talked about it with Hosa. We talked about Hosa right. and Hosa, Seabrook. Yeah. Well, we were kind of because talking we said about Taves, Kane, Keith, and then maybe Seabrook, maybe Hosa. Because they were saying if Seabs goes up, then it means Chelios. Chelios would have too. to go up, right? So we were talking about it, and he was kind of going at it from the from the point of view of who else is going to wear some of these numbers. Like who else is going to wear number eighty-one? Who else is going to wear number eighty-eight? No one's going to now. Well, I mean, there's not. Well, I mean, well, and if we ever get Andre Vasilevsky, yeah. Well, no. Uh, who who else is going to wear number 50? You know? I mean, a lot of goalies wear 50. A lot of people wear 19. Name one other goaltender in the league right now that wears 50. I don't know. I don't know goalies, but I know they wear 50. I've seen it before. I can almost guarantee that there's not a single goaltender in the NHL right now that wears 50. Okay, there's no other goalie wearing 88, but it happens. I don't understand. But it's not a, like a common number. Is what we're is what we're. we're I've seen trying fifty before, on goaltenders. I don't know. Okay, so not a goaltender, then still a player wears it. No, absolutely not. Yeah, but it, it's not based off of that. I know it's not based off of that, but it also helps too. Eh, 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 eh. I I don't think. So you're telling only, me that there's only two people currently wearing number fifty, and the other's a defenseman. Boom. Boom! Another guy's wearing fifty. No, you were we were talking about goaltenders. I never said goalie. I said there's other guys that wear that. No, you said a bunch of goalies wear fifty. Well, okay, they still do, but also <laughs> like right now, maybe not. <laughs> Whatever, I don't care. But anyway, I don't know. I'm just. So you don't think that Crawford would get up in, into the Raptors? No, no. I don't think. I don't think okay, so. like I love Crawford and everything, and a, he could be a Hall of Famer. I don't think he should be in the Raptors. I don't think host is going to be in the rafters honestly i think it should be personally it should be Taze and kane that's yeah, it that's it 100 percent, just Taze and kane i kind of agree with you on that because um, those are the only guys i want to see up there for the rest of my life i still think i i know i still like think not Chelios. nothing against any of the other guys because obviously they did amazing things and i love host is my favorite hawk like i love jarmelson i love crow like i love those guys but i it's it's more than 
just oh nobody's gonna wear this number ever again it's what they did and what they meant to the fan base and yeah those guys meant a lot but without tasing kane none of this happens so what is what does a guy like crawford have to do to get up into the raptors then i don't think there is yeah i mean glenn i think think glenn hall and tony esposito are the only he's got goalies for a long time that are going to be up there they they set the the the, like the bar Mm -hmm. Like, and I just, I don't know. He has two more Stanley Cup rings than Tony Esposito and one more than Glenn Hall. Okay. Like, Chris Kunitz has the most Stanley Cup rings in the NHL. He didn't win any rings with the Hawks. That's not, that's what I'm I'm saying. Like, just because you have so many Stanley Cup rings doesn't mean you're a better player yeah. than somebody else. And it doesn't mean you mean more than somebody else. Agree to disagree. Because you're t- when you're talking, Stanley Cups, that's the team. When you're talking about retiring your number, you're talking about your individual performance and what you brought to that. Yeah, you brought two Stanley Cups, but what are your numbers? And I, I don't guess, think his numbers are going to be the same as what Hall I, and Esposito. I guess you have to wait till his career's over because if he can climb the the wins, mm-hmm. if he well, can get he's up there, damn close already. Yeah, I if he, I guess if he can climb up there, if his save percentage is good by the end of his career, if his his wins can get up there, um, I guess maybe. But I just, I don't know. Like, personally, it's just, I know they're going to retire Keith. But I, I don't think he deserves it either. I think it's just Taze and Kane should be up there. I you, still personally. Because yeah, if, if, if Ronick and Chelios aren't up there, why should yeah. Keith, Seabrook, and Crawford be up there? I can you see Corey Crawford yeah. right now is 43 wins away from tying Glenn Hall for second all-time. Okay. And he is only under 200 wins away from hitting Tony Esposito. Now, Corey Crawford, albeit, is, what, 34 years old? Yeah. 33 years old, so... Crawford's in his 12 years. Uh, Tony Esposito played 15. Right. So... They played less games, though. Yeah. Crow? No. No, Tony. When oh, Tony? Tony yeah. played. Yeah. I just don't see, like you said, I'm not being a Crow hater. I mm-hmm. just, I don't think he's the same level as Esposito. No, I agree. Yeah, I just I, I mean, agree. Like, but I, I want mean, him. What happens at the end of his career in the next couple next couple of years, right. or however longer he plays? Yeah, maybe it changes the mind. Maybe he goes out and writes two Vesnas and yeah, it's just exactly. fucking stands on his head, and they end up getting a ring, and it's like mm-hmm. a lot. Like a lot is on his shoulders, but I don't know. Could they? Okay, so going back to another number, we talk about you say if Siebes goes up, that means Chelios goes up. Could you put Chelios up and not put Siebes? Yeah. At this point, yeah. Would it make sense? Yeah. Would it make sense what to put one up? And yeah. Not the would other, it make or? sense to not to put one up and not the other? I mean. Well, I mean, they just announced Chelios as their new ambassador. Like, how he's, he's gonna the only be ambassador up there. that's not up there. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's gonna be up there. Right. So, I mean, I guess what I'm saying is, if if Magnuson was able to get up there and Palat was able to get up there on a shared number. Why wouldn't Seabrook? Well, no, I'm just saying. Like, I'm just saying. He's just saying. Like, like, because if you don't think Seabrook should be up there, do you think they still do Chelios? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, is Chelios going to get punished because? No, no, Chelios. I'm saying. No, Chelios 100 going to get up there. Is he not up there because they're waiting for Seabrook? That could possibly be. Probably. Yeah. Which is dumb. Personally, is done more 77 for the rest of his career. What was it? uh, Didn't Coffee do that or no Bork? Ray Bork for Phil Esposito. Yeah. All right. Well, that was fun. Yeah. So, one thing I want to bring up, I like to talk to you guys about 
because we're talking about the Rangers game. Bursch. Oh, yeah, I forgot about this. During the pregame, and I just want to curious how you guys agree or disagree with this. He made the comment that in the last 10 years, Lundqvist is the most overrated goalie. Yeah. I don't even think he's overrated anymore. He's not. I don't. I don't personally like. Is that I don't a think hot take or a fair take. I don't think he's take. the most overrated goaltender. Who would be? I think in the past couple of years he started to get overrated. He was one of the top goaltenders in the league. I would say the year after they went to the final was when he started to become overrated. I think it's more so just wear and tear, old age, and starting to get on some not so great teams. Um. I, I personally think the most overrated goaltender is Devin Dubnik, but that's yeah. just me. Um, I don't disagree with him being overrated. I mean, he was fantastic on on Thursday. Yeah. He did everything that he needed to do. Um, he went full Cam Ward. He did. Yeah, he did everything he needed to do to keep them in that game. Because I'll tell you what, the Hawks played okay. They weren't great in that game. But there were points where the Rangers literally just kind of looked at each other in their own zone and went, let's just kind of stand still and hope that nothing bad happens. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of insane how they just kind of sat there and just kept the Hawks to the outside. They are just like, we're just not going to move. We're just not going to move. We're just going to hope that nothing bad happens here. So, I mean, that could be – that's got to be so frustrating for a guy like Lundqvist who only a few years ago was in the final. Yeah. And he's – Obviously, super passionate guy about wanting to win and wanting to win the cup. He's not. He's not going to retire as a red or a ranger. I think he will. He's no. going to. I no. don't think you. He, I think he's going to realize that he's too far. He's going to pull a Marty Brodeur. He's going to want to. And that go. was the dumbest thing Brodeur I think could have done. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know like why. He or did. or a Ryan Miller, I'll say. He's going to go after and chase I after a cup. Ryan Miller was much younger. Yeah. Yeah, but like he was on. Buffalo, like he was Buffalo's goalie for yeah, yeah. ever. Like when you saw yeah. his face, you thought Buffalo. Yeah. That's what that's what I mean. Like mm-hmm. he was, and he went to the Blues for a season. You know, different. Like he's gonna try and get that cup. Different situation, I think. I no, I, I'm just saying. Like no, I, I as understand. A yeah, yeah. No, I, I understand. I'm not saying. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I I just think it's too far along for Hank. And I, don't, I don't think he's got the ability well, well, let's, anymore let's make to be a, uh, sta- irrelevant standings. Yeah. Okay. Do that. Yeah. Do that. I don't think that, well, how, it's going to be a long one. Yeah, well, we'll keep track of it. I'll definitely make sure to write this one Well, he, he's, how many years does he have left? I'll look it up real quick. How old is he also? He's got to be. He's up there. He's like 30-something. But you're telling me like on. All right, he is 36. God, he's hot. <laughs> and he's yeah. got three years left on his con- current contract. No way. He doesn't leave. I don't know. You're telling me a team that is rebuilding wouldn't take a couple of draft picks for him and a team, say, I don't know. Okay, so here's – does he have a no a no moving clause? Yes, he does. Well, he can waive it to go to a playoff team. And if he rides the coattails of another goalie and he's the backup and maybe gets a game and wins a cup. So here's what I'll say. You're telling me he wouldn't take that? The only reason that he's going to move is, yeah, I don't think if if he does move, I don't think he ends up being a starting goaltender. No, anywhere. I never said that. I thought that's what you were getting. No, at. like no. he's going to move. Yeah, just I don't to, think he's going to. 
like that's why I said Brodeur. Like he's just gonna go to try and keep playing, but to get that cup. Okay. God, he just doesn't seem like the kind. Like he, I know you can't really say that, but, but he just he also seems, seems like, like a, the kind of guy too. Who he just would be wants like, to win a cup. I, I feel like he'd he's be the kind passionate. of guy too who like maybe in the last year of that contract or the second last year of the contract to be like, okay, if, if you, the Rangers could end up getting two Some first picks. rounders Unless or it goes a, to... a first rounder and a prospect or something like that to help them out in the future like and I'll finish out my career somewhere else yeah maybe I can get it a almost ring probably out of you know what that's, maybe that's if it was like maybe yeah. if it was I like would agree with you on that a yeah. for sure thing you know like hey there's no question this team is going to be the team to win the cup this year yeah hey Freddie Anderson just went down we need a backup here yeah exactly that's what I'm saying yeah okay. all right I would be down for that yeah okay I still don't think he moves though, but I think he does. You changing your opinion now? I don't. Mine, mine is such like a half and half because I don't think he's going to like actively ship himself out anywhere. We'll see, but how if, he feels after another if, year of rebuild. If the front office was like, "Hey, Hank, we're we're thinking of moving you," would you, you be capable? Yeah, or didn't would you he be willing? Did veto something though? Like, didn't they come to him yet last year and so. say that they're they're know. doing this and give him the chance to move? I don't believe so. Yeah, I don't know. Oh no, you're right. Good call. Rangers gave Hank the uh, option to be traded at the deadline, but he said no. <laughs> we told Hank that if he didn't want to ride it out through this process, we'd find him a good landing place for him. But he said that he wanted to stay and see it through. I'm very happy with the way he feels. I think him uh, at the top of his game that gives us our best chance of competing for a playoff spot next year. <laughs> That's what I'm saying though. Like they, they're <laughs> that was feeding in April, him. April of 2018. That's what I'm saying though. They keep feeding him this he stuff, and he idiot. keeps saying like, "Oh, we're a playoff. Like we could be a playoff team. Like no, like you're not gonna be a playoff team." As they said, three points ahead of the disaster Detroit Red Wings. Oh my God! Can we talk about them real quick? No, I'd rather not. What a shit show of a hockey team. It's like you missed the playoffs once and you're never oh going to go back. Oh, my God. They're How already terrible. a minus 20 goal differential. How yeah. Well, that's what happens when you give up a guy like Pierre Mrazek and you keep Jimmy Howard. Oh, my God. Just a really bad hockey team. and uh, With you bad do, contracts. You don't want I – don't, I don't think any of us ever really wish for a team to be bad, but I'm not upset about this one. No. I'm I just wish they were bad, this bad when we still got to play them six times a year. Just kind of like... Uh, yeah, but at the same I time, just that kinda, team was so fucking sick. I know. <laughs> they were so good. I really don't. I mean, I... I, I hated the that, Red Wings that when they were in our division, but... That 2013 just, series in the oh, semis was, yeah. oh, God, was an yeah. incredible series. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think I would give that up for... They have four players on long-term IR. Yeah. Hey, at least Dylan Larkin's starting to figure it out for him, though. Eh? Mm. Yeah, and they got Green back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, Torts getting back in the media. Oh yeah, yeah. play it. Yeah. Game's changed, and for some dinosaurs that are in it, it it's it's very frustrating. I have to admit, and. Um, yeah, yeah, I can imagine, I, and I mean it, and I'm not joking about it. It's really frustrating to me on conversations on the ice amongst opponent on a face-off, and it's like a big hug fest sometimes. I don't know if they have so many meetings with this NHLPA and all that stuff that goes on, but there's no, there's no, there's no hate, and uh, I miss that, and 
Um, yeah, I, it frustrates the shit out of me, quite honestly. I love him. I do. Yeah. yeah. I love him. He's such an asshole sometimes, but... He's a straight shooter, he's, man. He is. He's, and he's what the NHL used to be, and he mm -hmm. wants it so bad, just yeah. like that. And you can't hate a guy for that. And it's kind of crazy to me that a guy like him who wants the game to be like that can still float around and be a good coach Yeah, in this league. you know, And on a team like Columbus who doesn't have that many gritty, you know, nasty players on their team, he can still take that team and, and be a very good coach with them. So, I mean, props to him to, I don't know, model his game after the new NHL now, even though he wants it to go back to what it once was. And I agree, it's it's so soft nowadays. It really is. And I, I, I understand that it a lot of it is because we're trying to keep the players more safe with head injuries and concussions and, you know, what else. But... Right. Grab two, reason 18. You're a two-fisted hydrator. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, I, I know where he's coming from. And when there used to be hate in the NHL, when players hated each other, that was fucking fun. Because yeah. you knew those players were going to fight. You knew there was going to be big hits. Like There was going to be a fucking grueling matchup. And those games were a blast. Like, Detroit, Colorado, when they were both good in the 90s, those games were, like, must-watches because they hated each other. And I I do miss it, but at the same time, it's like this is the best that the NHL has ever right. been yeah. because yeah. every player is so skilled. Even the quote-unquote grinders or bruisers on the team can fucking play hockey. Yeah. And – I would take this over the hatred where there's average guys on the third and fourth line. Like the right. third and fourth line guys now back then would like walk it. Like, I don't know. Like they're just so fucking skilled now. And like, that's why you see guys on the fourth line making $3 million because they can all play hockey now. And it's, it's fun. It's like any line can go out there at any time. Like Dave, the Bolin Kruger, um, for a leak line in 2013 what team is going to go out there score a game time goal with less than a minute left in the game six of the final and then throw your fourth line out there and then they still score a goal like what team is going to do that i know it's kind of like a shutdown thing but right q was confident enough to them in them that they could shut it down and maybe even get an offensive play out of it and mm -hmm. look what happened i kind of think what torts is going for here is not so much just like the you know, the goons and the shit in the league. I think he's more so talking about, like, um, when the Hawks played the Sharks and Dave Bolin and Joe Thornton had their thing going on. Stuff like that. Like, guys are so buddy-buddy in this league like the, now. Like the Jack Eichel, Evander Kane. Exactly. Yeah. But exactly. It's... They're so buddy-buddy. Like, there's no real, you know, nasty rivalries yeah. that much anywhere. I mean, maybe Pittsburgh and Philly and... Washington. Hawks and St. Louis is kind of dying down a little bit, but but it's kind of players get traded so much more now, so yeah. they are buddies, and then they get traded and play each other. It's like, what you want me to just hate you now because mm -hmm. you're on another team for the I next mean, sixty minutes? Yeah, well, yeah, okay, exactly. Bud. That was before the game started. Yeah. That's fair. Um, I I don't know. Like, no, I understand. I get it. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like, like you said, that Bolin Thornton, that was fucking fun to watch. But 
if you saw a guy like Joe Thornton two-hand a guy off a draw like that, suspension now. Oh, absolutely. Suspension. And everybody be up in arms. Like, what the fuck's going on? Like, fuck that. And I don't know. It's it's like you said, it's not so much the grinders, but at the same time, it's like a guy like Tom Wilson. That's a guy somebody's going to hate and they're going to go after him when they're playing him. And like he's going to go out and rough people up. But he's suspended for 20 games, which he's now appealing for the second time. Third, third time, third Third time. time. He's getting the uh, arbitrator now. Yep. So the same one that um, uh, Colin Wilson had for mm -hmm. Nashville, who got his cut down in half, and um, Weidman too for the referee thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which so I mean, it's 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 both. It's that that factors leaving the game as there's less hitting. There's more skill, less fights, and also if you kind of hate on somebody and you do something, you're going to get suspended anyway. Yep. And you know what? Honestly, I'm okay with less hitting and all that because when there, when there are the hits, it's when it needs to be done, which is like playoff hockey is yeah. is when it needs to be done and the all that. The thing I hate that. is that any open ice hit, which are the best hits yeah. to watch in hockey, and that's what hockey players like. Oh my god, like dream of that. Yeah, you go six to midnight when you see a guy's head down, cutting through the middle, but you can't throw it anymore. Yeah, because you're probably gonna hit their head, and even if you don't hit their head, you're gonna be in question. You're gonna get a penalty because the guy's gonna get hurt, and so, you're gonna have five guys jumping you. Exactly, and, and and like the thing is, like even if you don't hit their head, their head's gonna hit the ice probably, and then they're gonna get a concussion. It's like, oh look at this dirty hit. Like he got a concussion out of it. It's like. I just went through his chest. Like, mm-hmm. what do you want me to do here? And it's like, oh, lay off. Don't hit the guy. It's like, so you're just okay with guys rather, flying through the right. middle with the head down now. And, like, that's okay now. And it's like, ugh. But it's like, that's the skill now. Like, that's – it. they're so skilled. They just need to make the ice bigger. They would forcefully be less hitting if the ice was bigger. Euro style? Yes. More – less hitting in the middle. Yes. It, it Because there's so much room, it's hard – to throw those hits that's why a lot of the european players are so skillful mm-hmm. and they don't throw as many hits because they're so used to the yeah. big ice and it's it's harder to hit a player because there's so much more room that they can get around you do you know how difficult that would be though for the guys who came over from europe had to get used to the 200 <laughs> the small ice the and then go back by 80, to it. right it would be easier for them probably to go stoked, back or yeah. it would be harder for the north american guys to go to transition i don't know i think it'd be a little bit of both to yeah. be honest with you i think it'd be a weird transition for the both obviously the europeans would probably have a better time yeah on transitioning, they would probably be a lot happier yeah yeah and you know what that would probably cut down on minutes too for a lot of like defense like guys like headman and keith and uh carlson, carlson who eat up a lot of minutes that 30 would, almost 30 minutes yeah that night, would yeah. cut that down to at least 25 22 mm-hmm. per night yeah I don't know. I think they just have to do it, and that kind of goes into what we're going to talk about next: scoring. Yeah. Well, because that gives you a lot more space. You got a lot more time to think. You got a lot more time to move and react. And it's there's like you do three on three overtime because there's more space and you want a goal. You want more goals in the NHL, even though there's a fucking stupid amount right now. Yeah. Open up the ice. Mm-hmm. Make the rinks bigger, and you you give Kane an extra two feet. Can you imagine what he's going to do with that? Yeah. It's going to be stupid. And there's going to be more goals without jeopardizing hurting the goalies by making them have smaller equipment. Here's my question. Is it just widening the ice, or should we have rinks that are customized, like not just have it 200 by 85 anymore? Because back in, in the day, rinks were not all the same size. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the you know? Chicago CM was one of the smallest rinks in mm-hmm. the league. I don't know. 
I think I think you got to keep a standard. I yeah. think you you find maybe maybe give him like the option of like between this and this, and your it's your choice. But like it's bigger than the kind of like a base, kind of like a baseball field. Exactly, they... <clears throat> it's it's bigger than the two hundred just to make sure there's more room in every rink. But there's a maximum that you have, like the Euro style is the absolute max. Yeah. So every rink is a little bit bigger, but you can have it be a little bit smaller than the Euro rink yeah. if you want. Yeah. Maybe. Interesting idea. I mean, I remember we were at the convention one year, and Pat Foley was talking about that, how he thought that it should go back to, like, there's no set standard for what a you rink have should to have be. It. Right. Yeah. It should be kind of like a home a home ice advantage where mm-hmm. you know you have the rink where you want it to be. Yeah. Yeah, that would definitely be a home ice advantage. Yeah, no shit. You're, you're fucking used to the boards. Mm-hmm. Like, they talk about bouncy boards, but fuck, if if the blue mm-hmm. line's a fucking foot closer than it usually is. Exactly. Holy shit. Yeah, and yeah. then you're you're Can playing you do... a seven-game series where you got two games somewhere yeah. else, and the blue line's about four and a half feet back from what you're normally used to. Yeah. Wow. Then go fully customizable, like the Spectrum, tinted, tilted boards, no. you know. No, not little that. little fog <laughs> on yeah, the ice. Not. <laughs> yeah, you got to get out there an hour early and just do like laps mm-hmm. just to get the the, the fog out of there. Um, no, but I mean, yeah, if you add like, remember regionals, that rink, there's yeah. like an extra two foot from the top of the circle to the blue line. And that neutral zone was small as fuck. Like you imagine like we almost NHL died. team in that. Like I remember that practice that we had before. We were gassed. Yeah. We, we were gassed. Gas. I was buzzing though. I loved it. Oh yeah, I we loved, were buzzing, but I loved it, we realized I loved real it. quick. You you have to exert your energy in a smarter way. Mm-hmm. And I mean, guys and, like McDavid who just wheel around and oh my god, Nathan McKinnon. Did you see him last night? Yeah, fucking behind the net was we fucking wheeled past everybody. Went to the far goal line, just threw a back door, no problem. To me, talk about how that entire line Niet, uh, was, was the three stars of the game. Yeah, they're disgusting. Fifty-three points in eleven games for that line. I'm they're so disgusting. Pissed. I had two of them on my fantasy team, and I traded one. Idiot. But I still have another one. I have Landis Logsdale. So not a big deal. And I traded Miko Rotten for Alex Ovechkin. So I'll take that any day. Oh, yeah. Thank you very yeah, much. I would. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. But yeah. Um, interesting. Interesting. All right. Anything else other than who's hot, who's not? Um. I don't think so. No, I mean, just the last thing really we were talking about was just Brian Elliott making comments oh, yeah. about the goalie gear, saying that he's consistently getting bruised from the new chest protectors. Um, he goes, the biggest issue is that we're taking away padding the arms. It seems like every shot that you take that's not clean on your blocker or in your glove is going to leave a mark. Um, he's has been very vocal about it. He says he's reached out to, um, who did he say? The vice president of hockey operations, uh, Kay Whitmore. Um, Hellebuck has come out and said comments. Sparks has said comments. Murray has said comments. Um, so it's, I mean, a lot of the goalies are not I mean, happy. I mean, like we said, it's the most skilled that the game has ever been, and everybody just works. Like, they, they work their ass off in the summer and make their shots harder and harder and I'd be fucking terrified. Like, if you made my equipment smaller and you made these guys be better at yeah. mm-hmm. shooting, like, oh, my God. And then not only that, like, we've talked – I think we've talked about it before, but Darling a couple of years ago said, like, we're being punished for being good at our jobs. Yeah. Like, the goalies are getting better. So the goalies and the players are getting better, but the players are getting more benefit out of it than the goalies. Mm-hmm. And isn't that – And the goalies are – you're trying to protect players. I think that's what you're going to say. 
you're trying to protect players and then you make equipment smaller which is not going to protect the players that actually wasn't the point that i was going to make but that was a, actually a really good point mm-hmm. my point was isn't that kind of what we're all striving for what the league is striving for is just growth yeah why would we want i mean i know we want more goals scored i understand that but why would we want to kind of take goalies back two, three steps while having forwards advance five over mm-hmm. an offseason? Like, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Why no. can't we just have the both of them advance and just have it be a pure head-to-head? Exactly. Whoever's because, better wins. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't – and also, I, I understand players have to score on the goaltenders, but why is this a whole, you know, players versus goalies, like, headbutt? Yeah. It doesn't have to be. When did and it's, that it's not even the players are doing it. It's the no, NHL it's the is making league. it that way. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, like there's nothing like watching a great goalie stand on his head and then making it impossible for players to score, and they still score. Like Crosby's backhand along the goal line over Mike oh, Smith, God. that should not go in, but it went in because Crosby's so fucking good. And no matter what size pads Mike mm-hmm. Smith is wearing, that's gonna go in because that's how good Crosby is. Like. That kind of goal isn't because you made less padding in right. the arms. Mm-hmm. Crosby's just that fucking sick. Like, that was unbelievable. Like, it goes back to the yeah. If you're going to make a change, you really want that scoring that much, let the goalies keep their pads, make the net bigger. I'm not saying go, like, yeah. huge soccer net, but, I mean, I think that would be a win-win Add situation. Yeah. Add an yeah. inch because then that really shows the control the goalie's skill, how good these goalies are because yeah. they have more space to cover, mm-hmm. and you don't risk these goalies getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Well, you might tear a couple more grinds fucking reaching that yeah. far, but <laughs> but but how many times do you look at even now with some of these? Oh things, yeah. it's like oh, yeah. yeah. And I don't know, and yeah, they're trying to grow the game, and people get attracted to goals, but it's like there's nothing like a two-one game where goal both goalies are playing unbelievable, and there's just some perfectly placed goals and perfectly timed goals where everybody's just playing amazing, and they just can't put the puck in the net. We talked about it the last episode. That Toronto game was one of the Probably the best game that's going to end up happening in the regular season this oh, year. Oh yeah, that Toronto yeah, game that was, was incredible. A great game, yeah, that was incredible a lot of fun. game. However, I wouldn't trade a one nothing two one hockey game going down to the wire with goalies making thirty five saves on either side and players just giving it everything that they possibly can to try and score for a seven to six hockey game. Yeah, I just I wouldn't make that trade. That's the old. I mean, that's. We grew up on the old school game, though. That's the thing. That's yeah. I mean, no matter what, you talk to people who picked up the game. You know, I will call. I will just refer to the bandwagoners that make it easy. The bandwagoners pick up the game. They're not going to appreciate that. They're going to appreciate Patrick Kane scoring three goals a game, right. the Ovech trick, and all this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's that's the that's the problem is that they 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 weren't growing as a league with the old timers, and now. They see their opportunity and they're going to do whatever they can to take it, and it's unfortunate. But yeah, it's unfortunate that that's what it's taking to the growing game, not the unfortunate that they're trying to grow it. Yeah, I'll clarify that. Yeah. All right, who's hot? Who's not? Give me a team from the East and a team from the West for both. <laughs> I'm not. I'll wait. I'll let you say so. I'm not taking your team again. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. Um, um, I'll start then. Yeah, um, hot. Got to be Colorado from the West. I mean, buzzing. Like yeah. we said, that line just, just fucking... buzzing. That so line is it's 
stupid good. It's so funny because like every you talk about depth, but then you got Colorado with that top line that just does everything. You got Boston. Dallas who has yeah. that top line who just does everything. You got Boston who has that top line who just does everything. It's mm-hmm. like you need depth, but also if you can get 120 points per game out of the, your top three guys, mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um. And in the East, Buffalo on a three-game winning streak right now. Mm. Buffalo! Uh, my bold prediction of them making the playoffs is looking pretty good right now. 6-4-0 yeah. right now. So not like a, a hot start to the season, but starting to turn things around right now. Um, right, yeah. Carter Hutton looking pretty decent in the net. Three form. straight dubs. Yeah. So Good thing I dropped him. <laughs> um. I gotta go Vancouver hot. Um, yeah, holy shit. Besser has been playing sick. Elias Peterson, when he comes back, he was fucking filthy. Um, and Bo Horvat, you know that whole team is actually looking might like pretty dandy. And we want to just roll over them like they were nothing when we were doing predictions. So yeah, that's oh, fun shit. for us. I think everybody look, did though. We look pretty fucking sick. Um, and Montreal in the East. Who the fuck would see that coming, you know? Mm-hmm. Why why not? Hey, five, two, and hey two. hashtag why not us? Here we go. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to go Carolina. I was going to say it's hard to not go Carolina. We, because it's the let's go, W, baby. What the let's hell go. did they do last night? That was hilarious because everybody thought they were going to go the one way, and then uh-huh. they curled it back, and they slid through all the camera so cords. So is it, is it someone different every game? Yeah, and they do whatever they want. Well, Dougie Hamilton came out when they did sec- he was in he, second. Yeah, guard. he did the floss yeah, the thing, yeah. whatever. Yeah, and I love the. There's one. Thing. I love it. I think it's hilarious. Dude, yeah, like, good for so, them. I love it. I, I think it's great. It's creative. I'm just so confused. Oh yeah, I mean everybody is, but that like it creates attention. Like fuck yeah, dude. Well, and you know what? That's gonna keep fans to stay exactly for the rest of the game because I I cannot tell you there had to be seven thousand people in the United Center with yeah. two and a half minutes left. What the fuck? You could Is see that? like on TV when oh, they yeah. scored that's ridiculous. That empty net goal, everybody ridiculous. was getting up in the hundred section. I just don't understand because like amazing, amazing things can happen. Or you can win Chick free Chick Fil A and see a fight at the end, which a lot of people go to games to see fights. Also, I you want to beat traffic? You're leaving with ninety percent of the building. <laughs> yeah. If you, you wait till the end of the game, yeah, I got out no problem. Yeah, exactly. I got out absolutely no problem. All right, my team in the West that I'm gonna say hot uh, just. Based on what they're looking right now, I'm gonna say Minnesota. They are five two and two with a current four game winning streak. Devin Dubnik's overrated. He is. <laughs> you hear about Sutter? They're doing tonight. They're doing his thousand game. Oh yeah, oh, Suter? Yeah. Suter, yeah, yeah. And he goes, I think I might just call in six. We can all just avoid that. <laughs> Good for him. That's awesome. He's one of the very few guys I respect on that Minnesota team. Oh yeah. Wow. A, Him and Prese. I, I, I like Prese. That's a hot take. I just don't like that team. I mean, that's fair. But they, they're also... almost up there with St. Louis for me. Really? Yeah. I mean, we walk all over them every single time. How I honestly, I I think, I think a lot of it stems from from Dubes or Boudreaux. Oh, Ambrose. Oh God, don't even get me started. Um, who's not? My who's not? Um, St. Louis, baby. Uh, so yeah, Brian will start. St. <laughs> Louis, those fucking clowns. Mike Yeo, literally, who the Hawks are playing tonight, by the way, he literally just came out and said, yeah, my job should be in jeopardy right now. I love that so much. Yeah. 
But also, if you're if you say that and they don't come out and just fuck the Hawks tonight, okay, yikes. thanks for the suggestion. Your team, like, yeah, your team hates you. Your you fill, players don't yeah, like you. You filled out the you filled out the uh, termination papers. <laughs> yeah, just exactly. come out and sign it. Let's yeah, get this exactly. done with. So I mean, if the Blues don't come out firing tonight, wow, that's yeah, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then who's not in the East? I gotta say Florida. Yeah. Um, a lot of people had high hopes for them this year and they're just they're okay right now mm-hmm. two what is it two four and three like seven points in nine games they're they're not they're just okay i'll go so for the west i got the obvious choice of la who are one five and two with a six game losing streak good for that money kobe who's got four points i believe too I'm so happy he's not doing well. Yeah. And then for my team in the East, uh, I'm going to go with the uh, defending champs, the Capitals. Okay. 4-3-2, and two, 10 points. Just took a little step back. They're just – they win one, they lose one. It's just – it's mm-hmm. – I mean, they're going to be there at the end. Yeah. But um, my, uh, my not hot uh, out of the East for this week, obviously they're going to end up turning it around. Um, because I, I hammered him for tonight, uh, is the Toronto Maple Leafs. Just because uh, being shut out against the Pittsburgh Penguins uh, with Matt Murray, who was out for like a week, uh, his first game back uh, is not a great look. And then getting manhandled by the Blues, another bad fucking hockey team, but was not great either. They beat the Jets. Last game. But they did beat the Jets last game. I agree. Winnipeg. I agree. But so that's, that's a tough game. Two nights. Two nights. Not a bad team. They're not a bad team. F- I mean, they're five one and two I'm, right now. I'm saying that they're they played a goaltender who was out for a solid okay, fair. week okay. with a concussion and couldn't score. That makes more sense. You know. Okay. Um. So that's my not hot for the week. Like you said, with Washington, they're going to be there in the end. Um. Just wasn't a great week for those guys. And uh, out west. Sticking with uh, with Vegas, really just uh, ugly. I think this is the Vegas everybody was yeah. expecting. Yeah. yeah, I think they're going to end up staying about five hundred this year. Yeah, they're not the misfits anymore. They're the how about them giving was it Schmidt a six year deal as he's on a twenty game suspension <laughs> for steroids. So if he didn't like appeal it, is it like ah? You caught I don't me. think you can appeal that one. No, I don't think so. Okay. Or no. He had, he did and he got denied because oh, okay. it was because with that kind of stuff it's it's laid out right it's yeah. not a if, judgment if there's call. anything you're done yeah okay that makes sense all right well until next month yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll just keep producing hour and a half mm-hmm. pods every once a month and uh, hopefully the Hawks make the playoffs by our fifth episode uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> we're uh, we're doing our best to try and get everything out here to you guys and get together for this. So schedules are hard. Schedules are hard. Adulting sucks. Adulting yeah. is not ideal. And I'm only halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, thanks for joining us. This was uh, number forty-nine, the Michael Layton, for Poets, Noli, and Jerem. We'll talk to y'all later. Let's go, Hawks!
follow the guys on Twitter at WCBP, on Instagram, WCB Podcast, and like them on Facebook, the Windy City Benders Podcast. The Windy City Benders Podcast. 